Boneyards, fun houses, and new champions. Oh my, WrestleMania is in the books, and what a show it was. I'm Kirsty Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun. And joining us once again, the Tennessee Jesus himself, Carl Crossland. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 37 of the WrestleGeddon oh, Podcast. Yeah. What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is it my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! Alright, folks, we are rolling. Episode 37 of the Wrestle Getting Podcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds, Twitter, WrestleGettingPod with one D, and that's because we all know Twitter can't handle two Ds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't care. I say this every week, but I love that joke. <laughs> uh, also like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod to stay up to date on all the happenings with the show. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail, um, ass pics, um, no dick pics uh, can be sent at sent to askrusselgeddon at gmail.com. Um, any dick pics, you can send them to Garrett's email, email address. They'll be uh, more than happy to accept those. Uh, yeah, sure. Or uh, yeah, that's uh, it. I'll upload them there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Carol Baskins. Fucking Carol Baskins. Fucking bitch. <laughs> All right. And also, um, be sure to support your favorite indie wrestlers during this time of quarantine uh, by buying their merch either directly from them or through uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. If you do buy through Pro Wrestling Tees, there's an additional 20% off that'll run through the 13th. So through Monday. Um, Lots of cool shops on there. There's anywhere from like freaking Jordan Grace to Hulk Hogan to like Macho Man, Hurricane, all kinds of CM Punk. Like everyone has shops on there. So a lot of the indie wrestlers aren't getting any um, bookings, obviously, because of the quarantine stuff. So be sure to support your favorite indie wrestler by buying a shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com. They're not one of our sponsors. I just felt like throwing that in there because... We are a wrestling podcast, and we support wrestling in general, whether it be indie, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, doesn't matter. Wrestling is wrestling, and we need to support our favorite talent in this time of uncertainty. Yep. So go buy a go buy a Jordan Gray shirt or a, a, a Orange Cassidy shirt or... A DDP shirt. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Uh, so that's going to wrap up this week's housekeeping. Uh, don't really have anything to follow up on from the previous week. Uh, so let's uh, go ahead and jump into the news. Right, so not a very slow news week this week. Not not a whole lot of news, but um, one of the biggest things coming from WWE on the bump the other day 
Uh, Regal announced a tournament to crown an interim cruiserweight champion, uh, with Jordan Devlin being, you know, back home on lockdown. Um, things called the uh, the COVID nineteen uh, stuff going around the world. Um, so we'll be getting a uh, interim cruiserweight champion soon. Interesting. Not sure. Not sure how I feel about that. Uh, me either. Seems kind of weird. Well, the biggest thing with this is Andrade is our United States champion. He gets suspended for a wellness policy violation, but we don't take the title off him. Now he's injured, but we're not taking the title off him. Jordan Devlin is tied up due to, you know, this pandemic, but we're going to crown a new interim cruiserweight champion. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Kind of lame. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on that uh, Tennessee Jesus? I don't. I've, I missed that question. What was it? <laughs> what are your thoughts on um, NXT crowning an interim uh, cruiserweight champion? You come out of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, did they say who was going to be in it? Uh, they haven't announced anyone yet. Oh, I mean, I'm, I, I love cruiserweight uh, wrestling. Uh, it just seems like now, I mean, everyone's kind of small anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't have your, like, big guys anymore. So, I mean, like, you know, the AJ Styles and all that, like, they're all small. Every the way it, you know, this was 1998. But, but yeah, I like the, the small guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I got a couple of discussion things on here. Um, one, uh, apparently Goldberg lobbied for the title win against the Fiend because apparently he thinks younger fans see him as a superhero. I mean, it's not untrue. Well, how many younger fans actually know Goldberg outside of like his limited he, runs with WWE? I was going to say it's it's probably more of what his son thinks of him. His son thinks of him they, as a superhero, and he thinks all kids hit his son's age think of him as a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing that Chris says. Um, Goldberg hadn't wrestled like his like his biggest claim to fame was like WCW, like his running WCW, and like I'm pretty sure there's like some 30 year olds that think he's a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I the only wrestling superhero is the Hurricane. There's no other superhero. <laughs> uh, you forget you're forgetting Rosie. <laughs> uh, that's right. He did graduate from a uh, hero in training to uh to full blown hero. <laughs> oh goodness. But um but yeah, like it's kinda it's both those things. Like I I really think that Goldberg really thinks that because his son sees him as a superhero and he said that numerous times that you know his son sees him as a hero that he thinks you know like what Garrett said that other kids around his son's age believe that Goldberg is a superhero too but the the biggest thing coming out of this too is the fact that you know Wyatt had agreed uh to drop the title to Goldberg which has to garner favor for Wyatt as well 
being willing to uh, agree to those terms, or he could just said, "No, nah, fuck that, I'm not dropping the title to him." Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Interesting stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, what else we got? Uh, Jeff Hardy uh, was almost put into the Universal Championship match at WrestleMania. Um, continuing with that uh, Goldberg Universal title thing. And was actually booked to uh, come out on top before they decided to uh, give it to Strowman. What do you guys think about that one? Uh, my honest opinion is uh, I think Goldberg didn't want to wrestle that long. Uh, if he had a match with Jeff Hardy, I mean, anyway, like for him not to look stupid, it would have to be like a long match. You know what I mean? Um, if it was Strowman, he can just go get his ass kicked and then, you know, uh, <laughs> leave. You know, he wrote, that match was like, what, five minutes at that? Yeah. The real question is, what I was, was, I, don't what think, was... I don't think Goldberg. <laughs> the real question I don't think Goldberg is, is... Match go ahead. Yeah, no. But the real question is, was the Goldberg Strowman match longer, or was the Brock Lesnar McIntyre match longer? That's Lesnar. Lesnar McIntyre was definitely longer than Strowman and Goldberg. <laughs> By like thirty seconds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But nothing was longer than Edge Norton. Oh God! Or the uh, yeah, well, the whole Street yeah. Profits fiasco on Raw, which we'll talk about that a little later. But oh God, no! Have mercy, oh, <laughs> Lord. Um, yeah. So I didn't really. I think honestly, going with Strowman was the better option um, over Jeff Hardy. I think Jeff Hardy would have been more fan-pleasing or fan service compared to Strowman. But as far as believability, Strowman was the better option to, to take the title off of Goldberg if it wasn't going to be Roman. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I don't know. Je- Jeff Hardy's had some good matches against big guys. Um, I just don't think like Goldberg in his old age would have been – like talented enough to put on a good match with Jeff Hardy, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense. Like Goldberg could barely put on a good match with Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens puts on great matches with everyone. Damn. That we lost Carl. Oh shit. <laughs> we lost the Tennessee Jesus. Oh man. <laughs> um Oh man, I don't want to get into the next uh, discussion segment until Carl comes back on, but um, because I know he's going to have <clears throat> like more like have something to say about that too. Um, so let's talk about um, Garrett. How would you like to win a date with Melina? Uh, I mean, I think it would uh, be the best day of my life. <laughs> so she apparently is doing a uh, Instagram live thing on Saturday. She's taking, um, they're taking applications or submissions, con- contestant submissions, no later than noon on Friday. So when our podcast drops Friday morning, you have till noon pretty much to get in your submission to Melina. Um, her and her panel of friends are going to pick four out of those email submissions and then do a live video, a live pretty much like a dating game type thing from what it sounds like on me, sounds like to me on her uh, Instagram. To uh, oh. to determine a winner to uh, get a uh, 
online date with Melina. That's it's amazing. I guess I, I, I got permission from my wife to join to do this if I wanted to. Oh my god. <laughs> she's like i don't care she's like online oh. real date i don't care <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that's awesome oh lord that's amazing but you know you know it's not going to be some you know 280 pound fat guy with a beard that's winning this it's going to be like some muscle bound it's going to be like <laughs> some like fucking bobby lashley like guy if not bobby <laughs> lashley himself actually <laughs> which i'm um, actually <laughs> Um, apparently they're dropping. We'll move on to that. Um, as we wait for, um, Carl, since you brought in, brought up Lashley, uh, apparently they're dropping the, uh, Lashley Lana thing. Yeah. I saw that when he lost that they were talking about it. So it looks like, uh, uh, Lashley had say, stated he's going to need a new wife. <laughs> yeah. A new wife and a new manager. Yeah. Pretty much. Let's see which but, one, uh, he gets one of the, the article that I read that was talking about that. The yeah. the guy that wrote the article was saying that it was an interesting storyline. Hmm. I don't know what he was watching. But, uh... Yeah. Maybe. All right. Jesus has risen. He's back. From the dead. <laughs> uh, we're just talking about. Uh, we just went over the uh, the win a date with Melina um, Instagram contest coming up. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about Garrett, that, and then um, is Garrett doing it? Oh, oh, you know it, buddy. My wife told me I could do it if I wanted to. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> she said I don't care. <laughs> she was gone. I said I told Garrett. She told me that um, she's like I don't care. Real date, virtual date, you know, internet date, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, but um, with that, you can find all the <clears throat> um, rules and stipulations and criteria on Molina's Instagram, which is at real Molina. Oh, uh, we also talked about Lashley and Lana dropping the uh, WWE dropping the marriage angle with them, which isn't like anything really huge. But uh, this one I wanted to wait for you to come back on was the uh, uh, Dan Severn voicing his opinion over um, the comparisons between him and Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So, cause I figured like you would, uh, see how you and I are, you know, in the same age bracket. Uh, we are, uh, definitely familiar with Dan Severin's, uh, UFC run and his NWA run as well as his, uh, uh, WWF run while being UFC champion. And NWA champion. Oh. And NWA champion. Yeah, um, I mean, in all honesty, um, and this is me like being perfectly like honest. He he doesn't hold a candle to Brock Lesnar, <laughs> in my opinion. Really? Um, yeah. No, I mean, I've only like so. Don't get me wrong. I've only seen like two or three of his fights in UFC. Uh, the first time I seen him, um, I'm trying to think of what number it was. It was like one of the earlier UFCs, and he he versed uh, Royce Gracie in the main event as like a tournament. And Royce Gracie outweighed him. I mean, he outweighed Royce Gracie by I want to say like sixty pounds, maybe more. 
and Royce Gracie was able to give him the tap. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, and then the same thing, like uh, like a year later, or maybe not even a year later, I watched, uh, it was like a fight, he fought Ken Shenrock, and lost to Ken Shenrock, and uh, Shenrock <laughs> was smaller too, so Jeez. I don't know. I know a lot of it was a uh, comparison with their schedules. With uh, Lesnar, you know, not really doing the UFC thing, but only like a couple fights a year. I think Lesnar has was like five or six fights, but uh, mm-hmm. Severn, Severn was in like double digits or something like that. And then, like he was talking about his day planner, how he'd have to uh, look up to see what he was doing uh, that day if he was actually wrestling or if he was uh, fighting for UFC. Yeah. And he's talking about how he probably displayed, like he'd wear the NWA world title to the ring or to the octagon and vice versa with the UFC title when he was wrestling for NWA. So he promptly um, positioned them you know, on the table next to each other. So held them both in the same regard. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, I mean, I have respect for the guy. Like, as far as like, um, I don't know, just being like an athlete. Like, uh, WWE and UFC are both, like, totally different today than it was a long time ago. Like, I don't think, like, um, like without everything I know about concussions and um, fighting and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think any – I don't think, like, UFC would go for it either. You know know what I'm saying? Like, Severin was in UFC – yeah, back when uh, Severn was in UFC, like, they didn't really care about fighters. You know, like, there wasn't any weight classes, and uh, people would fight, like, multiple times a night and stuff like that. Like, it was it was something else. Well, was, the other like, side. Totally different and what it is now. The other side of that, too, is there wasn't really, like, you know, exclusive contracts. It's like, you know... You know he's he he's under contract with UFC. You know he can't go work for WWE or NWA and vice versa. Well, I mean NWA would probably go let them do what they want to anyway. But um, but seeing how you know these we're looking at like billion dollar um, companies and just locking in talent to exclusive deals and not letting them like go back and forth like they like it was back in you know like the early, like the eighties into the nineties, um, pretty much right up till you know ninety six ninety seven when they started locking in people to like exclusive contracts and stuff, especially yeah, with uh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Gary? You got any thoughts on that? Um, no, I do not. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do think Brock should wrestle a lot more than what he does with WWE. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same aspect too. We lost Jesus again. But I to keep that same aspect with uh, Brock. Um, Carl mentioned that Brock wrestling more for WWE than what he does. I mean, Brock is pretty much at that point in his career where he's more of a um, uh, attraction, so to say, than an actual full-time talent. Like, he's the one that people will pay to see wrestle on a pay-per-view or WrestleMania or something like that just to get the that casual fan to to buy that event or, you know, subscribe to the network for something or show up to a show. Whereas like the hardcore fans will show up for whatever. Yep. I just, I don't mind him wrestling, you know, 
once in a great while, but as long as he does not have a title around his waist. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap up the news. Uh, so let's get into the points of articulation. These aren't dolls, and they're certainly not teddy bears. WCW Power Slam Wrestlers figures and rings sold separately. Ooh, we thought the uh, the WrestleMania figure drops last week were pretty wild. Um, we had some drop this week, and uh, Jesus is back again. We are uh, into the points of articulation now, Carl. <laughs> you came you came back at your least favorite segment. Oh, um, uh, let's see. Announced were the Ultimate Elites, Ultimate Edition Elites of The Rock and Charlotte. Um, a lot of people were complaining because Charlotte wasn't shown with her robe or anything, um, where The Rock was shown with like three different hands, two different head sculpts, um, WWE title. Um, Charlotte will, in fact, come with a cloth robe. So looking forward to that one. Um, top Talent Series 3 for 2020 Elites. We're showing off with a Roman Reigns. Uh, we get a new Ricochet, another Braun Strowman. This one has a cloth um, shirt. And a Seth Rollins in his X-Men-inspired gear, minus the X on the front due to uh, licensing issues. No, you should have said another Seth Rollins. Uh, Man, it is another Seth Rollins. But... Fucking Seth Rollins. I mean, I like Seth Rollins. I might actually Damn. Damn. I need an updated Rollins. This might actually be the one that I get because I kind of... Well, I mean, it's not updated. It's, it's outdated sad. now. It's but. sad. Not that long ago, <laughs> I remember I was like, yeah, I'm going to get all the Seth Rollins figures. And I was like, yeah, I mean, maybe that was a bad idea. Yeah, there's like 90 <laughs> of them. There's like 90 of them, yeah. It's like AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Cena, Mysterio. <laughs> Stick to the least, the less popular characters like the Hurricane. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Yep. Uh, let's see. We got new uh, pre-orders on Ringside Collectibles. We have Basic 109, uh, which will feature a new Lana in her wrestling gear. Um, regular figure is in blue. The Chase figure for that one will be in red. So Lana is the Chase for that line. Uh, we got Rollins, Becky Lynch, and the Undertaker. And there actually was a fifth one in here, and I forgot to put it on there. So well, whatever. Uh, basic 110. Uh, is up for pre-order as well, and that includes Kofi, Kins- Kofi Kingston, Finn Balor, um, a new Liv Morgan, Mike Kanellis' first figure, oh God, and a John Cena. Uh, I don't remember who the chase is. <laughs> I remember who the chase is for that line. Um, I would assume Wait. it's probably Mike Kanellis. Yeah, it'll be Mike Kanellis, and then the chase will be Maria Kanellis because you know they're the same people. <laughs> and then you oh, can get Lord. both and then you can just play the theme song that this is the greatest <laughs> awesome <laughs> uh, let's see Battle Pack 66 is up for pre-order as well um, that has uh, Rollins and Becky uh, Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns and The Undertaker funny thing with this is Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre and Reigns and The Undertaker are from their uh, tag team match at the head 
Awesome. 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 And then we've got our top picks basics with a Kofi, Roman, Cena, and The Rock. So we're prepared to see all four of those warming shelves at all your targets and Walmarts. And uh, speaking of Walmart, the pre-orders are up for the Decade of Dominance Wave 1. Which has the uh, Nation of Domination Mark Henry figure. Which I need for my Nation set. So, so uh, yeah, that rounds up the uh, points of articulation this week. Um, did pick up a... I did find the Chase Hurricane figure. And Billy Kay, uh-huh. so I'm on the hunt for that Peyton Royce now. So. Which I found some. So uh, here's the uh, here's the question: You think in like uh, like ten years they'll come out with like the COVID nineteen edition wrestlers with like uh, <laughs> <laughs> with like with like cloth masks and stuff? <laughs> you can, they'll probably do that next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised that by the end of this year, uh, let's see, Ringside Fest is usually in November. I wouldn't be surprised if we see prototypes for like Austin Theory, Angel Garza, uh, pretty much any of like the NXT guys that were on uh, WrestleMania. Oh, like even that, before that. that. Performance Center Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Performance Center Arena. <laughs> There's no crowd. <laughs> Each figure comes with a build a build a audience. <sighs> All right, so that that's going to wrap up points of articulation. Uh, let's we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll be back with our get in the ring segment. Uh, of course, we'll run down SmackDown, WrestleMania, Raw. NXT, AEW, um, again, no NWA this week. They've been just replaying um, episodes of NWA Power Now with watch-alongs with a couple of the talent. Uh, this week was actually episode two uh, with a watch-along with Allison Kay. So uh, stay tuned, and we shall be right back. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. And I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So, um, Garrett, you want to run down some uh, SmackDown this week? Sure. Wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Uh, there was a triple threat between Tamia, Tamina 
Naomi and Lacey Evans. Uh, Tamina ended up winning that match. Uh, Bailey and Sasha were both on commentary. After the match, they tried to like shake hands with Tamina, and then she just kicked both their heads off. It was great, especially for Chris because he likes Tamina. Uh, I do like Tamina. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's it's an unpopular opinion, buddy. I like Tamina. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was a singles match between Tucker and Ziggler, which went to a DQ after Ziggler hit a zigzag on Tucker on the steps, which was pretty brutal. Uh, and it's then it's not Tucker. It was Tucker. It's Tucky. Oh, sorry, my Tucky. bad. Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> and then uh, we finally get the truth about Sonia sending the message. Uh. To Otis, which we all knew was well, the case a long time ago. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's that stuff. And then uh, Cena accepts uh, the match for the Firefly Funhouse match and uh, gets some mind games from The Fiend and Bray Wyatt, and we actually got a pretty solid match from Daniel Bryan and Nakamura, which solid. I, I don't. Uh, Daniel Bryan won that match. Well, so, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, like you put Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke in the ring together, like you're not going to get anything less than, of course, you know, <laughs> like a four to five star match. You know? Yep, that is for sure. But yeah, not a whole lot, but you know, pretty solid show going into WrestleMania weekend. All right. So, um, yeah. Speaking of WrestleMania, let's get into that because that's what we're all here for. Um, I don't want to spend like a lot of time on like the the shitty matches, like um Corbin and Elias. You know. Um. No. 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 My favorite match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's his favorite match. We all took a shit at the same time. Yeah. This is great. Oh, well, I mean, We'd... I didn't. I changed a shitty diaper, but yeah, we, knew, we knew we knew when to take a shit. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Cesaro uh, and them had a match. Uh, I guess I missed the pre-show. <laughs> yep. No, I skipped the pre-show too. No. Yeah, I'm the only one that watches the pre-show. Uh, apparently. Yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. Oh, uh, was we had uh, Alexa and Nikki Cross are your new uh, women's tag team champions, and every time I say Alexa in front of my tablet, it comes up like I'm trying to look for something. You, you are. You're trying to find that that uh that that por- the pornography uh she posted on her uh her Twitter. Hey, the softcore uh, porn. Softcore porn. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to lie though. Like uh, when uh, Nikki as if her uh, her shirt, I got a little excited. Oh you know, god! Kind of like one of those. Uh, kind of like one of those. <laughs> Kind of like one of those friends, like you don't know it's hot, and so like you know you see him make it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! <laughs> uh, it wasn't it wasn't a bad match. I mean, all four of the women in this match are great talent, uh, but it just it didn't have that same energy as like the um, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair match at Open Night Two. So it kind of, but I mean, it didn't like break the pace for night one um but it definitely you know didn't didn't help the momentum for night one but 
Uh, the other match, big match on here um, from night one, it was uh, Becky, Becky versus Shayna. Um, I was, it wasn't bad. I was just disappointed. Yeah. Like, I was really hoping to see Shayna win this match. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Honestly, going into it, I was thinking that maybe they were going to set up, like, Baszler and Rousey at SummerSlam. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So, maybe. interesting. But, um, like, my biggest thing is, like, they had built Shayna up to be, like, this monster. Like, you know, like, biting a chunk out of Becky's neck, eliminating every single woman in the elimination chamber, and then she loses to Becky when some, like, Bret Hart-type reversal shit. It's one of the things, I think... And, I think Becky's supposed to be the man, uh, and I think that WWE is building goose right now. Um, so, there you go. Yeah, I guess the plus side of that, too, is, like, if we're going into, like, uncertainty on how the programming is going to continue, like, if we were to have Baszler beat Becky, there's not really any way that we can continue to build Baszler as uh, that monster champion. Like if we don't know what's what's happening from week to week as far as like tapings and things like that. And the quote, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I love those redheads. Matthew McConaughey. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, let's see. Uh, we had Sami Zayn retained against Daniel Bryan, which is actually a really good matchup. Um, that was probably one of the best matches of the night for night one. Uh, definitely like top four. Yeah, very top four. Uh, let's see. We had the the tag the single triple threat tag team ladder match, which was probably one of the more confusing matches. Um, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but it ended up being definitely one uh, right up there with Sammy and Daniel Bryan, one of the, the top matches of the night. Just the finish for that, like, was weird. I kind of I didn't like the yeah, finish. Yeah, it, it was, was weird. weird. Um, but it was like, I was like, what else do you do? Like, yeah. it was one of those things, like, all three guys had the titles, and of course, you know, Kofi and Jimmy headbutt Morrison, and Morrison happens to. Uh, pull the titles down as he's fallen. I mean, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's whoever removes the titles from the bracket, you know, the hangy thingy, and the, it was Morrison. The hangy the, thingy. The hangy thingy. That's the technical term That's the technical it. term for it. The hangy thingy. <laughs> the hangy thingy. <laughs> the hangy thingy. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't change that to the name of the match. It's like, oh, yeah, I said the ladder match for long. I'm like, hangy thingy, man. <laughs> <laughs> the hangy thingy match. <laughs> the first person to get the hangy thingy wins. <laughs> oh. Hey, it could be worse. It could be a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> 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 uh, or, I'm sorry, forklift. Judy Bagwell on a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Miz and Morrison retained on that one. That is a great matchup. Of course, with these three guys, they're going to deliver anytime that they're in the ring together. So. Uh, let's see. Owens 
and Rollins. The match of the night for me. That was definitely definitely one of the one of the top matches. Um, def- definitely top two for me. Oh yeah. You know, you know, Braun and Goldberg was number one. That was definitely the match of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you know, or Mojo winning the twenty four seven title was match of the night. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it, buddy. Oh, no. You know what? No, never mind. Never mind. That wasn't a match of the night. That was top two. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot one match, and now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was it was actually pretty cool how the match like Owens ends up winning by DQ. So pretty much Owens beat Rollins twice in one night at WrestleMania. Yep. Which, uh, if you want to update no, a Rollins the, uh, figure, that's the figure you need right there. Oh, definitely. When that one comes out, that's a definite yep. buy. I'm still gonna buy the X Men gear one just because you know my two of my kids are named after X Men characters, so that's kind of a must buy for me. Sure, weirdo. Yeah, you know what? I am a little bit, so it's okay. <laughs> when your wife wants to name your kids after comic book characters, you don't complain; you just go with yep. it and take it as a win. So, <laughs> oh, let's see. So yeah, so then we had um Owen's WrestleMania moment as he uh, dove off the uh the not so high WrestleMania sign with that elbow drop through the table, the announcer's table. But it looked sweet though. It was a, it was a good elbow drop. It was it was cool. It was definitely definitely a highlight of the night. Uh let's see. Uh the Mojo won a twenty four seven title. Nobody really gives a shit about Mojo. Uh, we talked about Braun earlier in the uh, new segment beating Goldberg uh, to become the new Universal Champion, um, which of course would have been with Roman Reigns if he um, opted to compete. Um, but you know, health health of the competitors definitely comes over our entertainment, and you know, even as though I'm not a Roman Reigns fan, definitely his health is more important than him. Um, wrestling Goldberg at WrestleMania. Agreed. Which probably would have lasted the same amount of time. Yeah, it would have been who could spear each, who, who could spear who first the most amount of times. I'm pretty sure he'd get. A, pretty I'm much. pretty sure he'd get super punched, man. <laughs> Superman punch, then a spear. Then, <laughs> then Matt Riddle comes out <laughs> and bro hammers Goldberg. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, <laughs> so, uh, let's see. And the match of night one: Undertaker, AJ Styles, Boneyard match. Yeah, no, oh, this yeah. is actually my match of the night. I was thinking, but I forgot about this one probably. Uh, but yeah, this is. Probably the best thing uh, in like, I don't know two or three years in wrestling. <laughs> this match right here. That match is really good. Yeah, um, unless you talk to Jim Cornette, then it, it wasn't that well, great. Well, Jim so. Cornette knows nothing about wrestling, which is, you know, why he, he knows a lot doesn't of, do he, anything. He knows, he knows a lot about wrestling, but uh, he has he's very wrong. biased. His, his, he's out of touch with wrestling after like 1998. <laughs> Which is why he doesn't commentate NWA anything. <laughs> anything after ninety eight, he he doesn't he doesn't care about. So, so, but um, yeah, it was like the way that they did this. Like, I 
I wasn't really looking forward to this. Um, if it was going to be like a regular, like, you know, in the ring type matchup. But when they were saying that it was filmed like outside the performance center, it was, you know, on location somewhere. I was kind of looking forward to it more because I was wondering, okay, so it's a graveyard match. So like, it's either they're going to do like the, you know, the big mounded dirt by the ring, like a buried alive match, you know, something like that. Or it's going to be filmed at the cemetery. Then when they said they filmed outside the performance center, I was like, oh, this should be better then. And just the way that they did everything, like really, really shined like a whole light, like a new light on Undertaker and, like the build up for this was was phenomenal. Um, no pun intended. But. Yeah, it was really good match. No, I mean I was just glad I just glad I got the American badass Undertaker. <laughs> what are you saying, Carl? No, I'm saying they're they're both really good workers. Like uh Undertaker and Styles both know how to put on a real good match. Um and that, I mean, I thought it was real good. Which, uh, getting on that, you did see like, that. Uh, it was like a little mini movie. You did movie. Get see that uh, Kurt Angle told uh, Undertaker to uh, work with Styles. I don't know if you saw that or not. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, really? no, I read I this article that. that said that uh, I guess, you know, Undertaker was so unhappy with that, you know, garbage ass uh, Goldberg match that uh, I guess he talked with like Ang- Angle about it, and Angle told him he needed to work with Styles. Which is a big like part of what started this, so I thought it was pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if you go back to like Impact's history, like TNA with like Angle and Styles, like they've put on some of the yeah. best matches, um, you know, through like most of, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and two thousand nine, like those Angle Styles feud was freaking amazing. I, I, if you want to go watch Impact, just go watch Styles and any of his his matches on Impact. He had some pretty good matches. Yeah, especially like Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels. Like any any of his X Division matches were amazing. And his uh, world title run wasn't wasn't anything to write home, or wasn't um. Wasn't anything to laugh at either. It was it was a pretty solid title run when they actually did put the world title on him, which he deserved. That's part of a uh, fortune. To... Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it was a long time coming too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, Undertaker Styles. Um, Undertaker buries AJ Styles alive. Um, then the cool thing we saw um, Styles' glove come up, his hand come up out of the the grave. And that one as Undertaker rode off into the uh, the sunset, so to say. Uh, let's see, and that closed out night one. Uh, night two, uh, which we saw Liv Morgan defeat Natalia in the pre-show. Um, then we opened up the main show with the NXT NXT Women's Championship: Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. You guys' thoughts on Flair and Ripley really uh, set the pace for the it, night. <laughs> I mean, it's probably one of the better matches, actually. <laughs> like, I'm trying to remember what all happened on night two, but I won't say this is probably like one of my favorite matches. Uh, probably the second favorite match of the night. Yeah, it was like it's like um night one seemed a little more stacked than night two did as far as like the matches went. Yeah, I mean, I would say that for sure. 
But um, yeah, I would. I kind of. I think who did I pick for this match? Did I pick Rhea or did uh, I pick Charlotte. The only person to pick Charlotte was Carl. Wow. Yep. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. Carl's right sometimes. You know. <laughs> Brooklyn, so, Brooklyn um, well, I mean, I'm not. Right for today, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I'm not mad that Charlotte won. Like, most other people are, like, pissing and moaning because Charlotte won another title at WrestleMania. But I'm just looking at what what's coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, with all the phenomenal women's talent that NXT has, and especially with this week's NXT with Io Shirai winning that ladder match mm-hmm. to be the number one contender. We have Io Shirai wrestling Charlotte in the near future for the NXT Women's Championship. Like, How can anybody be upset with that? Whole body should be. It's going to be an amazing match that I can't wait to see. Like people, like everyone wants to piss and moan, but Charlotte is one of the best in, in wrestling. In like any women's roster, Charlotte is one of the best. Uh, let's see. We had Alistair Black beat Bobby Lashley, which I was cool with that because honestly, like like we said, nobody really asked for but, this match. But and Lashley's better off just by Alistair Black's ring gear, though. Alistair Black's ring gear was phenomenal, um, to the point where like my son was watching this match and he says to me, "Daddy, is that you?" <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. So apparently I'm a, what's Alistair, like six foot one, six foot two. So apparently I'm a lean, like six foot two badass (laughs) instead of like, you know, a five foot 11 fat guy. Better than, uh, (laughs) better than me watching it. I was watching it with my wife and she's like, is that Bobby Lashley? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, he still looks pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> oh, this is going Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps hearing I'll repeat hey yo Bobby hit him with that most muscular amazing 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 <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh man but it was cool to see um, Alistair pick up the win on that one which uh, continued into Monday night um, in his match with Apollo Cruz, which we'll talk about that too um, Otis Gets the storybook ending. I can't believe it. Uh, by beating Ziggler and I can't believe Mandy. it. They actually did it. Yeah. They did it. Mandy kissed Otis too. How much did they have to pay Mandy to kiss Otis? <laughs> uh, I think she did it willingly, but uh, time will tell. I uh, probably because like everything, um, like all the articles and stuff that you were telling me about, and a couple that I read, she. 
generally thinks Otis is a pretty yeah. awesome dude. So, but uh, <laughs> so the real yeah. question is, is, you probably tasted like sweaty ham. <laughs> the, real, <Yeah. laughs> the, the real question is, is how much longer till she gets pregnant, uh, and then like has an abortion by like Kane or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna bring they're gonna bring Snitsky back just to, just to get rid of the baby. <laughs> It wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but it was it was a pretty solid matchup. My kid actually, my kids were watching um, Otis and Ziggler, and they really like they've never seen Otis wrestle before because I can't really get them to sit and watch wrestling. But they they liked Otis, especially when he hit the caterpillar. I'm they were sure freaking they were. out. I mean, so. I mean that. And- they're like, whoa. And it was a really good story, too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what wrestling's about. You know what I'm saying? Story uh, Well, definitely. Because you think about this started around the same time that the uh, the Lashley and um, Lana and Rusev angle started. Like, maybe it was within like a couple weeks of that angle. And this one played out better. And it was it was done much better than that angle was. Yeah, but I think the other thing going into that too is like the the people that are in the storylines. I think help make it a little bit better. Like we have someone that's like Lashley, who's fucking boring as shit. Then have someone like Otis, who like by himself is like popular. He's got personality, like, and it's natural personality, not like a forced personality. So that helps make it better too. Like Bobby Lashley, like honestly, I'd rather watch paint dry than watch Lashley yeah. wrestle. And which is which is messed up because back in the day, like when Lashley first debuted, like I was a fan of Bobby Lashley. I like I like Lashley, but like watching him more and more and like seeing how he's really hasn't evolved. Like his his work in TNA was better because they let him evolve as a character. But once they bring him back to WWE, and it's the same thing that he was doing, you know, back in like 2009 when he was, you know, ECW champion. It's not, it's not anything different. So they're not letting him talk on the mic that often. He's like they put Leo Rush with him, which wasn't a bad thing. Like Leo actually helped elevate Lashley's character and kind of bring more, you know, attention to him, stuff like that. But like Lashley isn't bad on the mic. He just like if they let him his personality shine through a little bit more WWE, he'd be actually be more. Which, yeah, but you you know Vince, he thinks every any guy that size is a musclehead and doesn't need to talk. Well, pretty much, just like all he saw, um, Brody Lee was just a backwards yep. hillbilly when dude from like freaking Rochester, New York, far from backwards hillbilly. Oh. Uh, okay, so yep, we'll move on from Otis and Ziggler, um, which Otis, like I said, Otis picked up the win on that one, into the longest match of the night, both nights. Uh, this match ran 36 wow. minutes. And of course, it was the uh, the last man standing match, um, Edge versus Orton, which was one of my most anticipated matches. Like it was good, but it was just, it was too yeah. long. Uh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite match uh, of the night. Um, I didn't think it went too long. Uh, it was a last man standing match. Uh, and match has to go long, in my opinion, to be a good match because 
the last man standing match and not like, you know, a regular disqualification match or anything like that. The the biggest thing with that, like all this stuff was pre taped. Like they could have edited out some of those parts where they're just walking from like spot to spot. I mean, you have to. I mean, I, like they could have cut them a little shorter. I don't know. I, I like it. Uh, I also like the uh, Spider Man elbow drop. That was. Oh, that, <laughs> that was, was awesome. awesome. <laughs> yep. Like if you could do, I mean, the match was great. Yeah, the match was I mean, amazing. If you could do that in a game, like their next uh, WWE game, like if you can do a Spider Man crawl and do elbow drop, that would be like the. <laughs> uh, I'm honestly surprised they haven't added that in there because so many people have done it. Like RVD did it, like um, Lindsay Dorado did it recently. No, so, but but yeah, I mean it was a great matchup, and there's like a lot of spots in there that were pretty solid. Um, I mean they did a lot of a lot of people were talking about the uh, the weight bench um, choke hold that Orton did to uh, Edge. Um, a lot of people think that it was kind of distasteful, especially with the uh, the Benoit thing coming out again with the uh, dark side of the ring. I honestly really wasn't paying attention, and that thought never crossed my mind when that I happened. I mean, plus, it's like, it's a gym. So, I mean, like, there's only so many locations they could fight out, right? So, the studio and, and yeah. the gym. I mean, what are you going to do in the gym besides, like, maybe hit somebody with, like, a dumbbell or something? Pretty much. Oh, man. I'll tell you, but it was a great match. Like, it was, it definitely was, as far as like overall matches go for night two, it was definitely the match of the night for night two. Um, and then after that, we cut back to Gronk, who ends up winning the 24 7 title. I will say it was a pretty impressive dive yeah, off was, the balcony. That was pretty cool. Um, which I'd like to see him do that when there's more than. When there's less than twenty people standing down there to catch them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it wasn't no. that bad though. Wasn't the uh, the worst thing in the world, but could have been could have been something completely different. <laughs> oh, uh, then after that we had the Raw Tag Team Championship match with the Street Profits retaining over. Angel Garza and Austin Theory, uh, which we had uh, Bianca Bel- Belair come out and uh, help clear the ring afterwards as uh, Zelina, Garza, and Theory were beating down uh, Montez and Angelo. So that was, was a pretty good match, too. Pretty solid, uh, pretty entertaining matchup. Is everything. Uh, uh, I mean, they had some good spots. Is this, uh, uh, I didn't find it very entertaining. Because he doesn't know who Austin Theory is, so he's just like, yeah, fuck, what well, this fucking guy is, fucking trash, man. Fucking, fucking man. No, I mean, <laughs> 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 I mean, they're still, they're still in front of me wrestling. Like, <laughs> he's that one of those fucking intro cards the guy is. Fuck this match. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> Carl, you remember, um, you remember Hector Garza, WCW? Mm hmm. The Angel Garza's his son. Yeah, I, like I said, like I know, I've seen, I've seen him wrestle before. No, it's, it's not that like I didn't know who they were or nothing. It was just, I, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the Street Profits that much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Street Profits either. Like they're, they're entertaining. 
I think in all honesty, like instead of giving us this raw tag team title match, which like this hodgepodge type of matchup, we should have just got the Street Profits hosting WrestleMania instead of Gronk. Yeah, something like that. But I, I think that would have been more entertaining. Yeah, like I said, there was there's like a few uh, there's a few good spots where I'm like, man, that moves like really incredible. But um, like as far as like pace and everything, I I didn't care for it. But I will say one thing: the street profits are no crime time. <sighs> <laughs> That's right. I'm still waiting for my dream match of the street profits versus crime time. Crime time. It could be on the same card as Marco Stunt <laughs> versus Hornswoggle. Crime time would definitely win. Yes, it would. <laughs> 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 so after that, we get uh, Titus O'Neil as our new host for the remainder of uh, night two of WrestleMania, uh, which uh, Titus O'Neil, yes, is still alive. He hasn't taken any uh, any random dives or slides into the ring recently, <laughs> so he, he's still he's still up and kicking. Uh, let's see. Then we had the uh, five way uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match, which Bailey retained. I was really, really hoping that we would have seen possibly Sasha or someone else pick up the win on this. It's like even as a heel, Bailey's got yeah. his tail. Yeah, and that was kind of disappointing in this match uh, as well. It was just like, I don't know. I will say the funny thing with this is as much as I love Tamina, them trying to sit there and say on SmackDown Friday night when they're doing like the replays about Tamina being the dark horse to win this match, there's no way in hell Tamina is winning a women's championship match. <laughs> like, no. It's not going to happen. As much as I would no, like to see it happen, it's, it's not going to happen. That's like that's like Heath Slater winning the world championship. <laughs> which, uh, wait, uh, which, which, it, which may wait. be possible because two thirds of three MB. <laughs> Wait, wait WWE champion. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen on your on your fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, Heath Slater's not even in my uh, uh world title. Like he's in my uh yeah uh US Yet. title bracket. Yet. Yet. So, I ain't no about nothing. I'm just stating facts. I know you too well. <laughs> <laughs> all right so bailey retained um they did tease a little bit of a uh, tension between sasha and bailey um but uh sasha did help uh bailey pick up the win and retain um with that so uh next up was the the firefly funhouse match which wasn't bad but wasn't as good as the boneyard match i think they there's some missed potential with this one. And the fact that they didn't wrestle at all. Just kind of yeah. Kind of dropped it down behind the boneyard match. If they would have actually had a, a match like after this whole like John Cena like career retrospective thing, um I think it probably would have been up there with the boneyard match or would have been match the night for night 2. But it was a uh, like um, for me. Uh, this is my uh, opinion. 
Uh, it was very uh, John Cenu Cenu uh, S. I'm trying to make this like uh, a word John Cenu S. Uh, that it was just like <laughs> that, like it wasn't a match. You know what I'm saying? Like I would rather seen like uh, the Fiend like kind of destroy John Cena in like an actual match rather than like this fictitious like play or whatever retrospective of John Cena's career, uh, and then just have him go yeah. straight to a memorable call. Like you really didn't put him over. You know what I'm saying? Like you just did a skit, basically. Yeah. There's there's a lot of cool stuff in there, like with the, like with the like the retrospective of seeing his career, you know, his first night showing up with the the ruthless aggression bit, then going into like the fuckingomics thing, and and then like the biggest thing, like the biggest thing on there for me was the the NWO bit, which um, like I've watched I've watched this I actually watched this a couple times, um, and just looking at it and. <laughs> And with going back through and looking at it, and you see like when they flashback and they talk about WrestleMania um, 30, when Cena, you know, had the option, the the opportunity to take out Wyatt with the chair and end it, like and he he opted not to. I think in like we were talking earlier, um, if they had actually gone ahead and did that. I think Vince may have been forced to position Cena into a position of being a heel, um, which almost came to fruition when he wrestled The Rock the first time at WrestleMania. The, the, the first once-in-a-lifetime match with The Rock is Cena actually had whole new music, whole new ring gear made up because he was supposed to go into the match as a heel, but then they, they cut it. Like, they nixed it at the last minute. And just had Cena continue to do his normal, his normal thing, but like the significance with the whole NWO thing and Cena was in comparison to how, you know, it would have been like the second biggest heel turn in wrestling history. With you know, you had the biggest baby face and role Hulk Hogan become, you know, Hollywood Hogan and turning on, you know, Savage and staying a bash at, bash at the beach '96. This would have been in right up there with that, or you know, close to it, close parallel. I, I don't think. I, I don't think. So. You know, he was. I mean, he was already basically already a heel in uh, in that match with Bray. Like I think. Um, well, in the in the fans' perspective, yes, but not Vince's. Yeah, I mean, I know, but I mean, in the, at the end of the day, it's the fans' perspective that you know what I'm saying is like what what that's what made Hogan the Hogan thing. I, I remember like going to school. Uh, as a, like a kid, uh, after Hulk Hogan turned, and there's like kids crying in their yellow and red bandana. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that was. <laughs> or when, uh, or when Stone Cold. Uh, I mean, I was in high school when Stone Cold went heel and uh, and turned on uh, The Rock and joined Vince. And I remember like people were upset. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like. Uh, oh man. I, Oh, we lost Carl oh, mid-sentence. Oh, man. Man, Jesus just does not want to stay resurrected <sighs> tonight. <laughs> so, um, oh. uh, this is going to be like another five minutes before he's back. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll just get this WrestleMania 2 card over and 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, we had we. Oh, we, you know we had best, we'll best match of the night. We'll let him back go back. Tire Brock Lesnar. You know, best match ever. It, my thing with this though too is like, <laughs> hey, Jesus is back. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, I mean, go ahead and finish I'm what you were finish. saying. Um, I, don't, I don't think like a hill turn. Okay. I don't think a hill turn gonna, will, Did y'all get that part when I'm talking about that? Like the hill turn. Like, I don't think. I heard the awesome thing. That was it. You said Austin and it was like gone. I was saying like Cena um, is basically already lost the respect of the wrestling fans. So, like, even as, like, a, I don't think he could, like, truly be a heel heel. If that makes sense. It'd be like if Roman Reigns came out and became a heel, you know? Like, yeah, but honestly, I think, I think deep down, wrestling fans in general still enjoy Cena. Because when he comes back, like when, like, when he came back at that Rumble the one year, and he got that huge ovation, like... They still love Cena, regardless. Yeah. It's just cool to boo. I, I, see, I, don't like I, I disagree I, with that, though, because I would think if Cena... I think people would get so behind Cena being turning it as a heel. For the simple fact of him doing something that... It, it, would, be, no it, would, it would be the... Cena was already a heel. Like, you know and see, that's the same thing where, like, I would say when you say Roman Reigns. I think so many of us fans want Roman Reigns to become a heel, and they just refuse to do it. Or they just think he's trash, and you, what, <laughs> they, like, would just rather see him not show up. <laughs> I think what would happen if we ever saw, if we were to see Cena turn heel or Roman turn heel, it would be the Austin effect, where you know he's supposed to be heel. But he's getting the biggest pop from the crowd every yep. single night he comes through that curtain. And I think that's I think that's what would happen if we like I said, if we saw Austin or not Austin, but um Cena or Roman ever ever change the heel. Which is funny because Roman actually started yep. in FCW. I remember you telling me about that. Like when he uh, wrestled as a leaky. Yeah, he used to sign the ring. He would Cena, end his matches Cena by signing the ring. Like the Doctor of Economics. I mean, that was a heel character. It just got over. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he ended up getting over. Like, what was, we're talking about, WrestleMania 20 was the tipping point. Like, when he beat Big Show for the U.S. title, and that really solidified him as a face. And then, like, Cena stopped, like, a lot of the rapping stuff and everything like he that after he had um, <laughs> was starting to transition away from it. So But I mean I've never been I've never been a big John Cena fan. Uh big John Cena fan. Um I don't know. I just I, I hate the comparison to Hulk Hogan because I mean he's no Hulk Hogan. He's no Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like he's no No, nah, I mean I mean you can't you can't compare like someone like Cena who who can actually physically wrestle in the ring to someone like Hogan who couldn't really wrestle. But, I, if if Hulk Hogan showed up at like uh, Jordan Arena right now, there'd probably be a hundred people risk uh, coronavirus just to see him. You know, 
Oh, I would. I don't care. <laughs> I'd be there. It's Hogan. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, okay. the, my childhood is Hulk Hogan. Like, your childhood is Hulk Hogan. So, I mean, I'd be there. <laughs> he can sneeze in my mouth. I'd still stand there and wait for an autograph. So, <laughs> I don't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hulk Hogan like <laughs> he's like yo Hogan sneezed in my mouth then he signed my figure I so, got Corona now but I, I got Corona I got, now I got my figure signed by fucking Hulk Hogan <laughs> who else can say that <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, let's, let's move on. Uh, let's finish out night two, uh, WrestleMania, of course, with Drew McIntyre beating Brock Lesnar for the that WWE. Was, uh, hey. Uh, it, like, it's like Goldberg and um, Strowman and McIntyre and Lesnar, it was pretty much the same match. Like it was, it was pretty much no, like two was big finisher, guys finisher, going finisher, at finisher. it. But I mean, I can't pin the it. only finisher, finisher, thing, finisher, pin it. Exactly. It was. It's the same. It was the same formula for both matches. Oh, I think they just wanted to keep it like keep it short or keep it safe by doing something like that instead of going like balls to the wall or all out crazy. Uh, which, in all honesty, that's pretty much Lesnar's speed is lazy. Um, if you uh, listen to the uh, Stone Cold podcast with uh, John Moxley, where he talks about his work with Lesnar and how Lesnar just didn't want to do anything, so, I mean, I, th- I think Lesnar just but, uh, would rather be in uh, UFC. But, you know, like if he wasn't banned, he probably wouldn't be in wrestling. Like I don't think his heart's really in wrestling. Uh, I think his suspension was lifted, it. though, wasn't it? Yeah. Or it ended or something. So, uh, whatever. But uh, it was cool to see McIntyre pick up the win, though. Um, at least we will have a champion that will be present again, um, and someone that fans generally and, like until they get Brock back to wrestle. Summerslam. Yeah, pretty much. Summerslam. <laughs> All right, so. That wraps up WrestleMania. Overall, I think it was a great show. Both nights were great. Um, I really wish that they would continue to uh, uh, yeah. to break it up over two nights. Probably, you know, you know that's probably you know not going to happen. Uh, like out, of, out of all this, though, like it really sucks for Edge, you know, making that comeback to fucking WrestleMania for <laughs> empty arena, you know, fucking fucking sucks. But yeah. It was good. I, I I enjoyed it. I'm glad they did it. And... Oh man, I tell you, I am thankful that we have pro wrestling. I mean, because you think about everybody else, like baseball. Like we said before, baseball's gone. Football, hockey, like pretty much everything's gone. But we still have at least wrestling up until May, since AEW's filmed like over almost like thirty damn matches. Um. Over last, I think it was last weekend actually. 
Um, so we shall see. And plus, um, apparently Nick Jackson, the Jacksons have a, a ring set up at one of their houses. So they're kind of filming stuff too on location there. And then, um, I'm sure the, uh, the uh, elite deletion that was announced this week was, was pre-taped as well, but we'll get into that in a little bit, but, um, uh, let's jump into raw. I actually, so, which, so here's oh what's funny. Fucking God. I actually started to watch it. Did we? And this first match pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I stopped watching. I, oh my God. The Street Profits, Profits, the rematch, the, the then rematch. it got DQ'd, then it was yeah. Belair of Vega, then it got DQ'd, then it was just a fucking six-man. Why didn't it just become a six-man from the beginning? I know. that's Honestly, that's what I thought we were getting tonight, or our Monday night, was a six-person uh, six tag match with the Profits and Belair against Garza Theory and Vega. But instead, we got three fucking different matches that took up over an yeah. hour and a half, pretty much, of Raw. Like, I would have rather seen a replay yeah, of, like, you know, a like WrestleMania match from six years they ago. They had on SmackDown uh, last, this, last week. You know? Everyone wants to see that. You know? Yeah. I'm sure Carl, I mean, something like know, that. if he actually watched I mean, SmackDown, would have cried a little. Because I know he cried when he saw that match. <laughs> I cried. Shut up. <laughs> I wasn't even that big. I'm, I'm not even that big of a Ric yeah, Flair fan. It was just the way that that whole match played I'm out. Sorry. With like Michael's, you know, you know, I'm before sorry, he hits the sweet chin you. music and the match, he's like, "I'm sorry, I love you." Sweet chin music, one, two, yeah. three. Like it's, it was very emotional. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's that that whole beginning to Raw was just. I mean, you got to. You got to work with what you have, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure oh, yeah, there's that, more available that was than terrible. that. I mean, to, it was yeah, just it was, it was just I, overkill I on the street. That was I literally saw it and so. I, I had to turn it off. I was I was so angry, you know. And I'm glad I did because then I missed uh, Nia Jax returning because uh, you know, I don't give a shit about that. Hey man, that actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, Nia is actually using Paige's finisher now. Paige, um. Gifted her the rampage, so it wasn't bad. Naya, I, 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 I kind of missed did, having Naya I on TV, not, so I'm glad I, she's back. I, I, think, I, I like Naya Jax. I, so. I think Chris is a distance of a woman that can beat him up. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, that's actually not true because so the nah, other girl he likes, just, he's beaten words with friends no. who he talks about. Numerous times, every time he brings her up. So, uh, I don't know about that. The war goddess, baby, Ember Moon, undefeated, two and zero. Words with friends, fucking losers. <laughs> I know. I'm oh fucking... man, I'm just, I'm just happy, like, cause it, it brings um, it's we have someone back in the picture that hasn't been there in a while. So, the way, like, it's something that Becky, it's pretty yeah. much someone for Becky to wrestle that she hasn't wrestled in a while. Just think about I'm when's the last time Becky wrestled Nia? I don't oh, think. Sorry. Yeah. Because actually, I don't even think they had their one on one match after, um, nope. After, uh, Nia broke Becky's nose. Because <laughs> I think Nia was supposed to be in that so. uh, the Survivor yeah. Series match, right? And I think that was pretty much it. Then 
Nia got injured been shortly like nine after that. Nia has been gone for yeah, nine, nine, ten, almost nine, over ten a year. Yeah, so. something like that. Yeah. So, so with that, I mean, it, it gives us something different than, you know, Becky yeah. and Charlotte and Becky and Asuka and Becky and Natty, like the ones that have been there while Nia's been out. But, um. Yeah, so moving on to, we had Alistair Black take on Apollo Crews, who was uh, apparently recently yeah, traded to Raw from SmackDown. But uh, this match was a thousand times better than <laughs> Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> because Apollo Crews exactly. can fucking wrestle, and he's entertaining. So, I mean, they like it even even went like a couple of segments and went through like two commercial breaks. This match did so, but it was good. I enjoyed it. So I was very very excited to see that. Um, then we had the that, new team of said Ricochet, right? Um, showing up oh. again this week. Huh. That's not their name. That's okay. just what I put on there because it sounded cool. Gotcha. Said Ricochet. <laughs> Uh, of course, they continued their win streak, so they're 2-0 and as a tag team. Uh, then our main event was a tape segment from after WrestleMania had gone off the air. Um uh, was pretty much Big Show versus Drew McIntyre, which uh, McIntyre defeated Big Show awesome. to retain the WWE Championship. I really don't know what the purpose show, of that match was. No. The, big the Big Show Show. The big show show. I I have plans on checking it out. I just haven't got around to it yet. Uh, it's probably not. Um, but uh, you know, we got that movie dropping tomorrow night, Friday night, the main event. You know, the oh, yeah. uh, the wrestling version of Rookie of the Year. <laughs> I would tell um, if you have not watched the trailer for that, I'd, I'd definitely check it out. It's um, it has the Miz. <laughs> it's got the Miz in it. Sheamus, um, uh, Keith Lee, Otis, yeah, uh, a couple other people. I think Selena Vega's in it. Um, yep. Uh, Renee Young. Renee Young's in it. Yeah, I don't remember. I want to say Ember Moon's in it too, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But <coughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it looks like a fun movie to watch with the kids. Wrestling with your pillows. Um... There was, uh, there was Monday Night Raw. All right, so that was uh, that was Monday Night Raw. My bad, sorry. Well, what happened there? Go ahead. I'm good. You good? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I started getting I, uh, an echo again. I, I like, dropped my hell, phone so... and my microphone fell out. So uh, we're all good now. Yeah. Good shit. Oh, nice. All right. Um, NX, NXT. Like there's a few matches on here, but um, the big two. Uh, the six women ladder match for number one contender against Charlotte, which we already mentioned, Io Shirai is the new number one contender, and yes, that match was. was fucking amazing. I might have to watch 
I made my kids watch it too. Like uh, Zatanna loved it. So Xavier was getting mad because they were trying to hurt each other, um, which was the same thing. He did watch the uh, the tag team ladder match from Mania, and that was the same thing too. Like he didn't understand why they were trying to hurt each other. (laughs) But but he's cool. He's good with doing this in the video game, but no, when it's actually like no. looks like real people. Well, my, my it, son, it I seems to be has to explain so. to him that Undertaker was a good guy. He's like, he's a bad guy. I'm like, no, good guy. Bad guy. The um, Xavier got Dude, really upset when uh, Chelsea got her leg um. Eesh. I'll smash in with a, bad. a chair. <laughs> that happened. And then um, when uh, Tegan got pushed off the top rope through oh. the ladder, like he was very, he's getting very upset over that. So he's like, I don't know why they're trying to injure each other. Why are they trying to injure each other? I was like, I'm not, like, they're not trying to injure each other, Xavier. They're trying to win the match. Like, I don't like them injuring <laughs> each other. It's like, okay, buddy. Oh man! So we had that, and the other the other big match on here was, uh, uh, of course the the last time, the final chapter, the Black Heart versus the Rebel Heart, Tommaso Ciampa literally versus Johnny an hour long. <laughs> It was yeah, fifty minutes. This match went. Yeah, this was longer than Edge versus Orton. But the thing that kills well, I mean, me, but it's, it was still a good match. The thing that like, kills and it was me, just, it was just long. Like I literally, I fast forward the way it I fast forwarded through like fifteen minutes. Kind of it. sucks because it's the last time we'll see them wrestle. But it ends on a way. Like, okay, they might wrestle again. Yeah, and it's they're not gonna wrestle them. Like at least not in NXT. I don't see them going up to the main roster because. Champa said numerous times he doesn't know how much time he has left, and NXT schedule is more, yeah, ideal for him to continue to wrestle and try to lengthen his career as long as possible. Yes, yeah, did. But um, I mean, Candice pretty much turned heel. I mean, Which, so we have heel if, Johnny if Gargano and heel somehow become t- so. two times hotter than she was before because NXT breeds, uh. Very sexy heel know, uh, right? women. Uh, not sure how it works. Not sure what the. It started with EO. Went to Dakota. Oh, and it, it all started with EO. Like, EO turns on Candace and she's like hot as hell. Yep, Dakota. Like, I mean, she was hot to begin with, but now she's like hot as hell. Then, like, Dakota, same thing. So apparently, you need to turn on your turn on your friend and I mean, then become like a heel line. and you become super yeah, hot in the next year. <laughs> That's why, oh, I, man. that's why Adam made it to. <laughs> oh man, man, this podcast could be like two hours long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pretty much, it's mainly ah. WrestleMania. <laughs> Longer than uh, Evan. Uh, let's see. So that, that wraps up NXT. <laughs> I have to edit some stuff out. <laughs> uh, let's run through AEW really quick. Um, Lance Archer destroyed some jobber. Uh, Hikaru Shida defeated Britt Baker. 
um, busted Baker's nose. Like there was blood everywhere. Um, okay, Kenny Omega and say, Michael Nakazawa uh, lost match. to the uh, best friends. I, I, um, I don't like Nakazawa. Maybe it's just me. <clears throat> I don't. I can't. Ugh. He's just so fucking weird. He's so weird. <laughs> I do. I do like that. Um, I like that Sean Spears was yelling at him the whole time. I mean, time. the only funny like, thing I would say is the part, out, like where he's show in the me, match, still he's like putting the body oil on him, and Trip Brett is trying to like smack him, and it's just like sliding off his chest. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It's just like he's really he's oh, man, like, it was a good match. Stupid, like, it, was, it was a very entertaining Some things match. I was just like really. <laughs> Oh, oh God, and yeah. some of the best stuff to come out of AEW was Jericho on commentary, and like some of the best lines came from this match. Like Jericho <laughs> saying, "Like Nakazawa needs to keep his baby oil in his tights," and Jericho's like, "I keep all kinds of stuff in my tights. A like you search my tights right now, you're gonna find like a pencil, something else, a fork." And Shivani's like, "A fork? <laughs> like like Abdul the Butcher?" He's like, "Yeah, pull a fork out of my tights." And and I'm not the only one that kind of hoped, uh, <laughs> like when. Chris Jericho, like, finally does retire. Like, he goes and becomes a commentator. Um, That'd be awesome. And and then what's what, no, yeah, what that, the funny be, thing is, is, like, even if he did that, even if he did it for a year, he'd be, he'd be better than JR is now. Yeah. Like, him and him and CM Punk is like... I know. I, I like JR. Hey, this That's right now is just getting old and... <laughs> I don't like him. I used to like him. Not now. He's just... I mean, I love JR's work as commentator. Like, him and the King were, like, the definition of the attitude. He's just out of touch commentary. now. But it's just now, like, he's... It, it doesn't seem like I mean, he puts he, as, much, he seems like as much into it like, as he you know when You like... know when the, the marquee in commentary is, is Malo Ronaldo? You know, you can't really compete with that. So... Yeah. Nope. Oh man, but yeah, Jer- I think like Amazing, Carl was right? saying Jericho and Punk as a two man oh, commentary uh, by, team would by be. By the awesome. way, in AEW, did you see Marco Stunts alive? He got destroyed by Lance Archer and he was he was at ringside. Marco Stunt is alive. Yes. I <laughs> know. And he started talking shit to Archer again. <laughs> Marco, do you actually it's like, Marco, do you, you actually want to idiot. die? <laughs> Archer's gonna kill you. No, it's fine. He's it's fine. He's gonna get recruited to Archer the Archer is uh, gonna kill you, order. and I'm never gonna get my gonna dream get match on Marco Stunt versus Hornswoggle. <laughs> the circle of the interior. <laughs> or the, the circle of the interior. That Matt Hardy promo was awesome. <laughs> 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 oh man <laughs> speaking of which um, of course Matt Hardy challenged Jericho to an elite deletion match which I'm sure so he we'll will see because if Jericho he saw, shows up at the Hardy he saw Vanguard one burn his shirt and nobody um, burns a shirt of the inner circle <laughs> it was a dumpster fire <laughs> he's like that he's like that shirt is fire <laughs> oh no dumpster fire yes yes it is a dumpster oh, fire so stupid <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it was awesome. 
Uh, let's see, we had um, who's also named uh, Brody Lee, Lee destroys like another indie guy. I remember saying like Lee. two weeks in a row. And then, yeah, Lee Johnson. I don't know something like that. Um, Which Cody, I want to say uh, defeated Sean I didn't Spears like to how that in the second ended. round. That was weird of the uh, TNT Championship tournament. Yeah, he did two crossroads and like, then he two crossroads him, uh, and he kicks for out Spears to stay down. and then he puts him in the finger four and he's just like. He's just like shoulders are on the mat, and he just is in so much pain he can't lift his shoulders. It's like what? I didn't like that finish. It was just weird. Yeah, I don't know. It was one of those things. Yeah, but um, they did um announce earlier yes. in the show too. There are uh, the rankings for the week. Uh, tag team rankings was the uh, number five was the best friends. Four, the Lucha Bros. Three, SCU. Number two, the Young Bucks. And number one true, ranked tag true. team right now in yeah. AEW is the Dark B- Order. B- B- yeah. B- uh, uh, women's top five rankings. Number five is Rio. Uh, Britt Baker coming at number four. The Magic Girl, Sakazaki, in at number three. Chris Statlander is your number two ranked women's competitor in AEW. I and Hikaru Shida the title. Um, still ranked number one. Um, speaking of women's, the women's title, where's Nyla Rose been? Yep. Like she hasn't been on TV since the week after she won the title. So, yeah. Well, what's up with that? But uh, men's rankings. Darby Allen. Goddamn Darby Allen. Ranked number five. Fucking he deserves. <laughs> Kenny Omega's ranked number four. Uh, Cody, number three. Jericho, number two. And Jake fucking Hager is ranked number one because he's had two matches and he's undefeated this year. So somehow he's the number one ranked person in AEW, which he's wrestling Moxley this coming week for the AEW championship. Jake Hager. Fucking Jake Hager. Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. So, uh, let's see. That's pretty much it for our Get in the Ring segment. There's not, like I said, there's no NWA um, right now. They're on hiatus. Which, which um, if I you think guys want to know what the, the worst too, part about so there being really no NWA is the fact that, you know, we got to continue. We got to continue <laughs> to have Dickie Dice as a champion, which is. No, there's no Dickie Dice. In and of itself. But uh, you know, we gotta live with the with uh having a fanny pack, um, man. Well, you know that's the thing. How does he wear his fanny pack? He's gotta wear the title belt. That's the real question we need. I mean, is that what he does? Is the fanny? I mean, the Does fanny pack has to be more important than the title belt. He can't have both on. I think he carries the title and wears the fanny pack. You gotta have the fanny pack for the cooking. It doesn't. But um, for the title belt, look, look. there's got to be a fanny no, pack for okay. the title belt. <laughs> That's where Carol Baskin's <laughs> husband's remains are inside Zicky Dice's fanny pack. <laughs> Whatever's left of her husband Zicky is in Zicky Dice's fanny go, pack. Exotic go was straight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
All right. On that note, we are going to take another quick break and we will be back for the uh, remainder of the show, which we will do our uh, week two fantasy bookings, uh, weekly trivia, and that's pretty much it. So uh, stay tuned. We shall read. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. I'm Tony Falk from Paducah, Kentucky. I've been in the wrestling business for over 40 years. You may know me. I'm the one that taught Shawn Michaels how to speak his army. So back in the day when I used to travel down the road in my old Delta 88 Oldsmobile, I became fond of two things, waffles and tire irons. So that's why I decided to open my own store, Tony Fox, Tony Fox waffles, waffles and tire irons. Tire irons. Tire irons. Tire irons. We paint all of our tire irons solid gold. And our waffles offer only the best of organic and gluten-free ingredients. So when you're in Paducah, stop by, tell them Uncle, Uncle Tony sent Yes, yes, Shaw, we are back. Um, so let's get into weekly trivia. Um, so last week's trivia question was, what year did the WrestleMania main event reward for the winner of the Royal Rumble start, and who was the first to earn it? Um, if you answer 1993 and Yokozuna, uh, like always, give yourself that good old-fashioned Barry Horowitz pat on the back because you are correct. So um, sticking with dates, uh, this week's question is uh, what was the exact date that Steven Regal began using the name William Regal in WWE? So if you think you know the answer, you go ahead and post answer to any one of these social media posts um, advertising this episode or you can go ahead and email us to askrussellgeddon at gmail.com just throw in the subject line episode 37 trivia answer all right so let's get into our week two fantasy bookings um, so if y'all remember correctly, a couple weeks ago we did a uh, fantasy draft uh, between me and G Money um, I have Raw, Garrett has SmackDown, and of course the titles that go along with it. Um, if you are keeping track at home, uh, my show, um, thanks to our judge, the Tennessee Jesus himself, uh, beat out Garrett's show last week. So we're going to uh, have a Carl rundown week two, and uh, we'll see who takes home the uh, prize. Do you give y'all matches, or do you want me to just give you the winner, or how we're doing this? It doesn't matter to me. Whatever you want to do, buddy. I, I mean, I wish y'all, I wish y'all introduce y'all's match, like, go, like, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wish y'all do it, and then, like, we'll go, like, one for one, and then we'll, I'll tell y'all who I pick, if y'all want to do it okay. that way. I mean, that's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, we do it that way. It's fun. Yeah, we can do it that way. Okay. Uh, let's see. My opening contest uh, was the women's tag team match, uh, which uh, paired up the team of Mercedes Martinez and Mia Yim, uh, taking on the team of Oscar right. and Beth and Phoenix. And my first Asuka match was up the, win. the Bar versus the Bucks, with the Bucks taking the victory. All right, <laughs> and I took the uh, Bar and the Bucks in this. Uh, because uh, I'm a big fanboy of the books. <laughs> 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 All 
<laughs> okay. So, um, right. so Garrett gets a gets one on that one. Uh, my second matchup was the next round or next match on our tag title tournament, uh, which was Gallows and Anderson uh, taking on the unlikely team of Trevor Murdoch and Orange Cassidy. And uh, Gallows and Anderson, of course, picked up the win uh, on that my one. My second the, match was uh, a singles round. match between Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss, with Bianca Belair winning that match. You know where I went with this one, Garrett? Yeah, because you don't like Bianca Belair, so yeah, and you also love Trevor Murdoch. So I already knew the answer to the answer. I already knew the answer. <laughs> so uh third match. <laughs> uh, Garrett would be correct on that. <laughs> on everything I just said. <laughs> Literally told me today, I don't like Bianca Belair. I just don't get, I just, I just don't, I was like, it's fine, All right. no one does. <laughs> she's in, very impressive, and she, I told him, I think I told she's him, impressive. I was like, she's just someone that's got to like grow Like, her strength, on. her athleticism she's is not, impressive. <clears throat> her entrance is weird. First impression. I like, her is, entrance. Yeah. Like, your first impression, impression is her ring entrance, and that's... Like, I don't like her ring entrance. I don't like the little skip thing and the hair twirl and then, like, kissing her hand and smacking her ass. Like, I don't understand that. Like, she's not even smacking her ass. She's, like, smacking her hip. Like, it, it's not. Like, she should come out looking more like a badass because she is a badass. So, instead of skipping to the ring like Willow Smith, you know, I whip my hair back and forth. Like, she should be, she should come out there like, like fucking Shayna Baszler, like, and be yeah. the badass that she is okay. and just. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Well, yeah. Got me on a tangent now. Damn it. So <laughs> but, uh, but we, <laughs> third match I got was the uh another round of the US title tournament, uh which saw uh, Zicky Dice versus Heath Slater. And my third with, uh, match Slater was picking up the, the win over Zicky Dice. Tyler Breeze and Sammy G. Uh versus <laughs> And I have Tyler Breeze and Sammy G picking up a win. Uh, and that's my new favorite tag team uh, of all time. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so I picked them. Uh, I picked them uh, for the win on that one. Uh, I probably would have went with Chris if he would have picked uh, Zicky Dice uh, to win that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you, you should call them uh, T Breezy. I like it. And SGZ. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, my next matchup was a uh, women's match and between Arashida and Ember Moon. man over the top up rope the battle royal. Winner becomes number one contender to the IC title. And the participants are the Velveteen Dream, Mustafa Ali, Sting, Monsoor, Ricky Starks, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Drew Gulak, Fontes Ford, and D'Angelo Dawkins, with my winner being Dolph Ziggler. What? Who's who's D'Angelo Dawkins? 
I don't fucking know. Is his name not D'Angelo or is it Angelo Dawkins? Who's D'Angelo Dawkins? It's Angelo. <laughs> I swore it was D'Angelo Dawkins. No, it's it's Angelo. It's, I'm it's, it's, sure it's his brother. you? <laughs> yes, yeah, <it's> his brother. <laughs> I swore it was D'Angelo. My bad. It's like the it's like the uh, Kurt Angle twins. <laughs> <laughs> It's Eric Angle. <laughs> Was it Eric Angle? Um, I went with the uh, ten man over the top uh, battle roll. Um, oh. That's like battle roll. Oh man! Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Next match was uh, Matt Hardy versus Cameron Grimes, with Hardy picking up the win over. Nice. Uh, and my match five was Cameron. Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins, with uh, Omega picking up the win. All right. So uh, this is pro- probably out of all the uh, matchups, uh, this one was the hardest one for me to choose between. Because um, they're both really, really, really good matches. Um, and so I had to think back, uh, to, like, me being a wrestling fan, and, uh, I went to a big-time wrestling show, and I watched, uh, Trevor Lee, and he versed, uh, um, yeah, now my damn, my brain is sucking to me, uh, it, Cody Rhodes. Them COVID nineteen shit got me on my step. Cody Rhodes, so him and Cody Rhodes like wrestled for like <laughs> twenty five minutes. It was like one of those long matches, but it was like really good, man. Uh, but Cody, Cody gets the victory, right? And then Trevor Lee turned around and had to verse the Hardy Boys with the tag team partner uh, of uh, Gang Girl because Sabu no showed at the event. And I was like, this poor motherfucker, Trevor Lee, <laughs> couldn't get over <laughs> on Cody or the Hardy Boys. And, like, I felt so bad for him because, I mean, he put, like, he put on one hell of a show. Like, I mean, <laughs> and he was he lost both matches. And so, because Chris went with Matt Hardy on the win, I had to go Omega over Rollins. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I love this uh, long fucking thing just to pick mine. It's great. Uh, You know, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. (laughs) So, so, uh, so, Garrett, you owe it to uh, Sabu for for no (laughs) shit. At a big time wrestling event. (laughs) Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, the next match was the uh, <clears throat> another round of the WWE title tournament, which saw um, Angel Garza versus uh, Adam Cole six with was Adam Cole Bebe picking up the win. Allison K with Becky Lynch picking up the win. And now I, I went with Chris on this one. Uh, far better match, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> 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 All right. And my main event was uh I believe my final round for the WWE title tournament. Uh Finn Balor versus Isaiah Swerve and Scott. My match with, uh, seven 
is Prince Finn Roddy picking Strong up the win. versus Cody Rhodes with Roddy Strong picking up the win. And I went with Chris on this one as well. Cool. Well, well I mean, I, I, I won a long time ago. All right. I, I wasn't keeping track of points. I mean, it was still, it was still for, uh, No, it was, it was still, still really three, close. Yeah. I don't know. It's still really okay. close. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I have a point. I have a, I have a point behind my badness. All right. So overall, we are one and one. Why not? Amazing. <clears throat> I still can't believe you picked him undefeated. Sore. He's undefeated, Chris. <laughs> undefeated. If you say so. Garrett, he's not. It doesn't matter. Hey, guess what? Jake Hager's undefeated. He's had like two matches and one was a battle royal. Oh, wait, that's right. You do. (laughs) So, shut it. Fucking dick. You're fucking fucking dick. Talk shit about Mansoor, too. (laughs) Uh, Fuck that dude. I need to find Jesus. You need to find Jesus. He might be in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> he might be in Tennessee. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, fuck that Carol Baskin. I don't have anything she else. Fucking ruined, ruining the fucking Tennessee Jesus' time on the podcast. God damn it. Holly's back. <laughs> Jesus is risen again. <laughs> Maybe uh, yeah, if Jesus we do it has again, again. Uh, again, maybe like we just want to announce when I come back. And it's like, why is Carl up? It's like randomly. He <laughs> <laughs> like say something like this bust out. We'll be like, Carl, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> well, you know, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. I like it. <laughs> It was solid. It's pretty solid. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> <clears throat> All right, that is gonna be it for episode thirty-seven of the Russell Gannon podcast. Um, as always, uh, like we said earlier in the show, beginning of the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Russell Gannon Pod on Instagram with two D's. Russell Gettin Pod on Twitter with 1D, Facebook.com slash Russell Gettin Pod. Um, go ahead and email us anything. Uh, well, not anything. There's, you know, just don't you know, keep it clean. So, any questions, comments, anything like that, any feedback would be much appreciated to um, our email address at askwrestlegeddon at gmail.com. Um, that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, think about doing a giveaway. I know we've said this before, but I'm pretty solid. Um, I've got some uh, some things worked out. And um, stay tuned to the Russell Geddon podcast Twitter for details on that one. So over the next few days, so it should be pretty. It's, it's going to be a uh, pretty um, iconic <laughs> giveaway. So, so what it's going to be? It's going to be a. Uh... Uh, a signed <laughs> picture of me, but the picture is going to be me in the Deadpool laying down pose with no clothes on. What do you think about that, ladies? Oh, yeah, there you go. 
That's even better. Let's do the oh, George the George Costanza. No, I like the it. George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All up on the couch. We'll just crop like a little like leaf just to cover up the what you you're guessing is probably a really small penis because I'm sure that's what you all think. Dickie Smalls. Oh man, if you were a rapper, your name would be Dickie Smalls. <laughs> all right, so apparently our uh, first recording we. Uh, we hit our maximum recorded time, which was two hours. So, uh, as we were saying, we we're trying to decide on the wrestling theme of the week, uh, which G Money has suggested broken Matt Hardy. So, yeah. any broken Matt Hardy theme. Doesn't matter. As long as I get my Doesn't classical matter. music and I hear, <clears throat> yes, all that matters. Well, I think we will. Uh, I think we'll find the the original Rogan Matt Hardy theme, which of course was his Impact theme. So I'll see what I can find. Alrighty. <clears throat> so on that note, like we stated earlier, be sure to follow us on all your social media, all that fun stuff. Make sure to share the podcast with your friends. Tell them all about us. Let them listen to us. All that fun stuff. Um, go ahead and leave us a review if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Uh, of course, we want that five star frog splash review. Um, kind of get her name out there, make us a little more relevant in the wrestling podcast community. So, and also, like I said, uh, look for look for the Twitter um, contest coming um, over the next couple of days. And that's all I've got. So. Uh, you guys got anything? Uh, yes. If you ever need Jesus in your life, uh, just listen to the podcast. You'll get a little Jesus every day. And, uh, <laughs> I just got a, I just got a question for everyone. When you watch wrestling, you like watching a big wrestler or a little wrestler? <laughs> Well, you know, I don't always get a choice, so whatever one's on my TV. If it's a if it's a, a big wrestler, then you're not that straight, then are you? Man. All right. On that note, uh, thank you guys for spending a few hours with us as we talk WrestleMania, um, all the other fun stuff, the weekend review. Uh, I am Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun. And our special guest, second week in a row, the Tennessee Jesus himself, Carl Crossland. Thank you guys for listening. This was episode 37 of the Russell Gettin Podcast. And we will chat with you all next week. Everything Later, Mark. So, so. What? Has <laughs> 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 Ha <laughs> <sighs>